If you ask someone, what is the high point and the climax of Rosh Hashanah? And the answer is obviously the Kiyah Shoifer, the time when we blow the Shoifer. In fact, the Torah does not call this Yom Tev Rosh Hashanah, but rather Yom Teruah. Yom Teruah Yelechem. However, this year in Tavshi and Pei Dalet, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we will not hear the sound of the Shoifer. So how does the mitzvah of Yom Teruah manifest itself? So the Gemara says in Masechtas Rosh Hashanah, Kol Shana She'ein Toikin La Any year that we don't blow the Shoifer on the first day of the year, Marin La Betchilosa. Marin, from the word Ra, something bad, some misfortune will occur that year. Chazal is telling us, since they didn't hear the Teruah of the Shoifer, therefore there will be another type of Teruah, Ra, hardships and suffering. Why will there be difficulties that year? Says the Gemara, the Lo'irva of Satan. Because the Satan was not confused, and he was able to present his claims and accusations in a very clear and concise manner. What about a year like this year, where Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, and we can't blow the Shoifer? Will there still be Marie in love with Says Toysvis, this does not apply to a Rosh Hashanah that falls out on Shabbos. Only when a mishap or a calamity occurred and they couldn't blow the shoifer for whatever reason, only then is Maria in love with But the question is, why would the reason of why we didn't blow the shoifer matter? If the essence of Tkiyah shoifer is to confuse the Satan, so now that we didn't blow the shoifer, the Satan wasn't confused and he was able to present incriminating evidence against us and it should still be Maria in love with So let me share with you a beautiful idea from the Arach Laner. What is the reason we don't blow the shoifer and Rosh Hashanah that falls out on Shabbos? It's because the Rabbanim and actor Xera that perhaps a person might carry the shoifer through their Shisarabim and he will violate the Shabbos. And the question is, how can the Chachamim uproot a mitzvah in the Torah for all generations because we are concerned about an unlikely incident that there might be some individual who will inadvertently carry a shoifer in the public domain on Shabbos? And for that unlikely chashash, we abolish such a significant mitzvah of shoifer and Rosh Hashanah? So how do we understand that? So the Rishonim explain, what is at the core of the mitzvah of shoifer? It's because it's the custom when coronating a king to sound the trumpet. But when we have the Shabbos, the Shabbos does that already, and we don't need the shoifer. And he explains, what is the reason we don't put on tefillin on Shabbos? It's because every day when we put on tefillin, we say, We are proclaiming the connection and the unity between us and Hashem. However, on Shabbos, we don't need the declaration of the film because Shabbos itself is an ois. Shabbos is a symbol that signifies our service and devotion to Hashem. So likewise, every year on Rosh Hashanah, it's the shoifer that testifies that we accept and crown Hashem as our God. But when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, that act of the shoifer is not necessary because Shabbos itself is an ois. And that declares the bond between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, even though we didn't blow the shoifer, nothing bad will occur that year because it's the Shabbos that protects us. What an amazing idea from the Aruch Laner. Then he adds something that's truly fascinating. He says, The best years in Jewish history and the worst years where the most tragic incidents occurred were the years that Rosh Hashanah fell out on Shabbos. He writes, I'll explain it with a parable. 
Once there was a person that committed a terrible crime against the king, and they condemned him to death. He's sitting there on death row, and every attorney he hired looked at the case, and they told him they can't help him out of his predicament. This is a lost cause. One day, his friend came to prison, and he told him, I have an idea for you. Try to convince your wife to talk to the king on your behalf. Maybe she'll be able to persuade him. She went before the king and she told him, the crime that my husband committed was an isolated incident, but really he's a wonderful person, a law-abiding citizen, and he truly regrets his actions. Please release him from prison. The ploy worked and the king had mercy on him and he commuted the sentence and let him go. A short while later, another person committed the same crime and he saw no way out. So he heard about the story and he decided that he would try the same remedy. So he sent his wife to plead before the king. She starts her plea and the king notices some bruises and welts on her face. And he asks her, how did this happen? And the king did some research and he found out that her husband was a terrible person, obnoxious and abusive to his wife. She didn't even want to come to the king on his behalf, but she was coerced into coming. And the king immediately put him to death. Says the Aruch Lener, Every year, who is our advocate in Shemaim and Rosh Hashanah? It's the Shoifer. The Shoifer invokes the episode of the Akedah. The tremendous sacrifice our ancestors, Avram and Yitzchak, made all those years ago. But if Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, there's no Shoifer. Why? Because there's a concern that we might violate the Shabbos. Now the Bezden Shemala says, let's have a talk with the Shabbos. Shabbos, as we know, is our intermediary to Hashem. We say, Beni Bene Israel, So Shabbos is our liaison, our link to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So now every year that there is no shoifer, Shabbos walks in front of the Kisei covered. If he walks in happy, radiating and looking exalted, that means the Yidna are honoring and observing the Shabbos properly. We are giving it the honor and the dignity that it deserves. Then it is our advocate and it will intercede on our behalf. Therefore, it will be one of the best years in history. But if Shabbos walks in and it looks beaten up and abused because they are not honoring it and even violating it, then not only won't it be our advocate, but on the contrary, he will be our prosecutor. And that will bring about one of the worst years in Jewish history. A fascinating idea from the Aruch in the schos that we yearned and toiled to understand the Parsha, and that hopefully gave us a deeper meaning about the significance and the Kedusha of Shabbos. So Shabbos should plead and advocate on our behalf, and we should merit to have one of the best years in world history. So may Hashem place the few minutes of Torah that we are zoichet to learn together on the right side of the scale, and give us a year filled with all of His blessings. And now we know. Wishing all a ksiva v'chasima toiva.